Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello? Kevin. Hey, hey, John, how are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Good. Well, it's been way too long. Uh, congrats on the great new record. I've had uh, some time to really kind of soak in the, the lyrics and the messaging and um, yeah. love really the, the context um, and intentionality, as always, uh, from you. And wanted Aww. to do another one of... Uh, my behind the song devotionals, you and I have done many of these over the years, and I'm up to my 11th year of doing them, and my 1,000th song will get featured sometime this year, which is pretty crazy Come when on. you think about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is uh, very crazy if you think about it. Yeah, Good job, totally. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. I, you know, I think it's a testament to, obviously, the power of um, 
you know, God's word doesn't return void. Um, and, and that has been the central aspect of this ministry. And it's also my testimony. And it's a perfect segue into your song, What You Said. So speaking of God's word not returning <laughs> void, um, yeah. I'd, love to hear from your, I'd love to hear from your perspective, uh, the songwriting process and message of that song to you personally. Absolutely. Well, first, Kevin, it's great to talk to you. Appreciate what you're doing. Um, and just appreciate your support, man. It means a lot. Um, I don't take these opportunities lightly, so it's a real honor to, to chat with you. Um, but yes, what, what, what you said, um, we've been singing this song for a couple of years here at the church, so I was so, I was so excited to after And we had legs beyond, you know, some songs, some songs really, they're about a month long or two months long shelf life. Um, this one has gone for years already, so I just I felt so um, so excited to release it out. But, um, you know, it's simple. For me, um, there's kind of like this macro inspiration, zoomed out inspiration for the song, and then there's a more personal side of it. And uh, just the zoomed out um, kind of, um, context is it's just the whole story of God. The big, great story of, of Scripture is kind of, you know, from the beginning till now is our man's uh, ability just to be all over the place, you know. Um, throughout Scripture, you just watch the people of God just go left, go right. And God's just steady presence and faithfulness and unfailing love through all of it. And that is the great story. That is the great story that we're, we are all a part of. Is our attempts, our efforts to serve God, our mistakes, our failures, our kicking and screaming, our mountaintops, our victories, our failures—you you name it all—God stays completely faithful because He's writing a story that you know we try to grab the pen, and I know I've done it. I try to grab the pen to control or write it for myself. And the Lord has just shown, it just shows all throughout history, just outrageous faithfulness to us. So there's this grand story behind that song, what you said. Um, oh. And then on a personal, oh, sorry, Kevin, were you going to say something? No, no, no. I, I, that is yeah. a grand story. And I love, like you said, about the life of the song. I, I will circle back to that later, but go ahead. About yeah. The yeah, um, so I think um, I just think it's something that we need to always kind of consider as we're writing songs and as we're declaring the things of God is, is what's the big story of God. So then, you know, then zoom in on, on my own life. I was so four years ago, and I was the they asked me to become like the executive worship pastor here at the church here at New Life, and, uh, which I accepted and realized pretty soon that it was just so outside of my comfort zone. And I quickly just became, I don't know, it was burnout, it was anxiety, um, and it was just a really difficult uh, time. And thankfully, I have a gracious pastor who I was able to talk to him and said, I can't, 
I can't, I'm not the guy to run these meetings. I'm not the guy to approve vacation time for people. <laughs> I'm not the guy to kind of do this. I was, I was finding out my own writing. I wasn't writing. I wasn't being creative. So, so I ended up, uh, I asked if I could step down from that position and it took a couple months, you know, and, uh, to try to figure out just how to heal. Um, it felt really broken. Um, um, you know, there was we felt wounded, and we felt like we uh, felt like even my own lack of health wounded others. And it was a really uh, a dark night of the soul type of season. And I, we were, uh, my wife and I were on a road trip, just praying through, like, what do we do? What I mean, should we just is this worship thing? You know, do we go back to it? And, and it was it was my wife who just said that. You know, at the end of the day, John, this is a calling on our lives, uh, and you, we believe you need you need to do it. Um, and uh, through that process, I had this phrase in my head that just was from Second Corinthians. You know, just the promises of God are yes, and they are amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I started just kind of thinking through that, declaring a phrase that popped in my mind was your promises are yes and amen and nothing can change what you said and uh i just i saw that in real time i learned that in real time i just thought for sure i'm done for sure that i can't i'm not sure if i recover from this kind of burnout and uh, that was that was that was four years ago and uh as usual for me with worship is I sing my way through, sing my way out. I'm thrust into new realities, you know, from current realities, you know, and I think that's the power of worship. And so, yeah, that's, so that song, whole, whole song started because that one phrase. I, I'd written it with some friends, Hank and Mia, Hank Bentley and Mia Field. And I just said, guys, this, here's the phrase. Your promises are yes and amen. Nothing can change what you said. And told them the story of, like, hey, I'm climbing out of, of classic burnout, you know, and I'm not going to become another ministry statistic. I'm not going to do it. We're going to pull this thing through and we're going to pull out. And so they rallied around me and just said, let's, let's, let's do it. So we tapped into the, to the song. Nothing can change the promise of God and no future past, no height, no death, nothing we've done or ever, uh, or will do. That's the story of God. That is, that is the grand narrative that we're all living in. And it's, it's amazing. So we have how, how can we not declare it? We have to declare it. And, um, and that's simply why, even on the chorus, it just gets to a declaration of, you know what? You're just good. You're just yeah. good. And Amen. everything you do is good. And, and you, have a, a, you have an outrageous kindness. And all things that you do, and I love this, it's everything you do is kind. It is because we love to filter our own, we love to we love to filter God's actions through our own lenses. And no, oh, is this good? Is this kind? Everything He's doing is intentional and it's kind. And what I learned in that season of kind of wilderness uh, is invaluable. And I now praise the Lord for it. <laughs> um, so everything He does is good. Everything He does is kind, and He just doesn't fail. So that's a bit of like the two part backing you know behind what you said 
No, I love it, John, and thank you, because, you know, obviously the vulnerability, uh, and actually the phrase you just said about sing my way through it, um, Yeah. you know, I feel like that's very almost, uh, you know, David in the Psalms, um, yeah. kind of an example, biblical example, where, where we see a guy who processed, you know, a lot of his emotions and his, and his self-doubt and his burnout, frankly, um, right. his, his, re- his repentance, um, I also mm-hmm. kind of consider him the, the first emo person we meet in scripture, um, <laughs> uh, uh, from, from, a from a way he processed his emotions kind of guy through, through his songs and his poems and, and, and his vulnerability. Right. So, so what I hear in this song, right. I think that's what connects me to it. And I think what makes, um, me say yes and amen along with you, uh, is that, you know, we know, as you said in Scripture, that is what it says, God said. Mm-hmm. And then back to the verse I kind of opened our conversation with, which is in Isaiah, which is that the word of the Lord doesn't return void. You know, and, right. and that's why I wanted to circle back on the comment you made about, you know, some songs, you know, are a couple of months shelf life and then others yeah. go much longer. And I think here the go much longer is because the the framework, the inspiration for the song mm-hmm. is is completely biblical, uh, and mm-hmm. and so for me, when that's the inspiration, and then once there's also the personal connection, uh, where mm-hmm. people can put their own stories into the lyrics and say, yeah, yeah, Lord, I need this too. I need to believe this, um, and and then that's what makes it a universal truth that anybody listening to it can say, you know, whether they're going through a burnout or they're going through um, a heartache or they're going through a, you know, a marital issue or a family issue or a health issue. Um, You know, the good news is once you put your trust in God, um, you can release that and lay that at the foot of the cross and, and then allow God to sort of direct your steps. And I suspect something along those lines would be what you'd want to be the takeaway message. But I'd like to hear from you. What would you like people to take away um, after the last couple of years, um, you know, of people marinating in this song? What would you like people to take away from it if they hear it, you know, for the first time? Well, I think we all are kind of living in a story. and, And most often we're all living in the smaller story or we're living even, even in the false story and worship and declaring the word of God um, is the truer, more real story. I, mean, I think we all have a choice of, of what we need to declare, what we want to declare. And I think this, maybe the songs that last for a season and there are songs that are needed that last for a season, but I think maybe those songs for a season are the ones that are declaring things about that season but I think songs that are lasting or songs that will be singing for eternity are the ones that are tapping into the truer, realer uh, story of the kingdom. And mm. so this song, this song of what you said, um, and my favorite worship songs, um, they say, okay, here's the reality that I am living in. Um, there is, it's true. Like we're not, a, we're not going to avoid the reality I'm living in. Of some people, some, some people have sickness. Some people have a lot of fear. Some people have a, a diagnosis that you know you can't say that's not real. It's it's very real. But worship, then, 
instead of avoiding those realities, it's just, it, it's, instead of saying those things are not true, it just sings about something truer. It just sings about something realer, greater, because the kingdom of God that's rushing toward us and the resurrection of Christ that's rushing toward us is the great reality, is the thing that we are all being thrust in, into either now or tomorrow or at one day. And so worship taps us. It's, it's one of the only things, Kevin, that we can do now, actually, that taps us into uh, the greater reality of the future that's rushing at us. And so and I think that's, and I think that's the, that's, that's declaring the word of God um, for sure. And, uh, but I think it's, it's, I just think the most powerful thing about worship for me is to stand in a place of darkness and sing about the light. It is, uh, amen. it is, you know, it has, it has a foolish quality, quality to it, a foolishness. And I think, I think people who kind of get away from that foolishness said, no, let's continue to sing about our current reality where I go, no, 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 no. Let's sing about the reality rushing at us. Let's sing about that because that reality is actually more real. It's actually more true. Does it say that what I'm going through right now isn't real? No, it's just saying that there's something more real and more true coming at us. And that's why, I mean, it's the song that opens up, though oceans are, though, though they're rising over my head, though, you know, I'm, though I am walking through the valley, though those things are happening, there's a greater truth that says the promises of God won't change. The faithfulness of God can't change. Um, that lifts people out. That lifts people up. Um, and I think not for just a season, but for it's t- because it taps us into eternity, maybe. So it lifts us up and actually kind of maybe changes our life. You know, so I'm so glad you, you just said what you just did, because I think it now gives me um, the rest of my framework for writing it up as a, a, a devotional. Because, you know, it's one thing to mm. study the, the, um, the biblical yes and amen passage and, and have it anchor down the framework of the song. But what I love mm-hmm. about what I get to now do is insert myself into your song. And mm. I do have some of those promises that I've clung to that are yes that are yes and amen for me personally. And I have testimony yeah. around a couple of those biblical promises. And they're not in the song, but that's the beauty of the song, is right. there are other biblical promises that I can cling to. Um, and I'll give you an example. This is probably the one I'm going to write about. Is, um, in Hebrews, um, it describes Abraham uh, as going out in faith, not knowing where he was going. And mm. God credited that to him as righteousness. And then in other right. passages, we, we learned that that's, it's that kind of faith and that God decides to call Abraham a friend of God because of. And when I think of God's promises being yes and amen, that's actually mm-hmm. a passage my mind goes to, which is mm. I just want to have that kind of faith I want to live that kind of a Hebrews 11 definition of faith. Yeah. Um, and where am I right now trying to cling to my own understanding and instead maybe have a Proverbs 3 <laughs> lean not on my own understanding yeah. um, right. and, and, uh, and, and, and rely on biblical wisdom instead of my own. So as I kind of talk with you about the song, 
that's kind of where my mind goes about how your song can make me think about other promises that I'm clinging to, which is I believe your intent as I'm listening to you, uh, yeah. which is awesome, which is, is you're, you're equipping the believer um, with songs to resonate with themselves um, over their own situations to cling to those promises that are important to them um, and that they know are Absolutely. true. Absolutely. Uh, well, no, so all I was going to say about that is I've been asked for 11 years of doing this you know, how come I can't do these as e- email interviews with artists? And, um, like, well, why don't you just email me your questions, and then I'll email the artists. And, and right. inevitably, I have conversations like we just had, and I'm like, that's why I can't do it as an email. <laughs> because right. because yeah. what, we end up, well, cause what we end up uncovering is something, like, deeper and, and actually connects to the reason I'm going to write about your song. So, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's a different way of looking at it, but it's true. Um, as the person who's going to write a devotional about your song, I need to have a personal connection as well. Well, and and we're in this together. I mean, we're kingdom yeah. brothers. I mean, I'd rather talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Well, thank you for endorsing that. And, and, and so, just so you know, in almost a thousand songs now, I never do them as an email. And and that yeah. that is partly and that is partly why, um, because I, you know us having a dialogue and a conversation um, as brothers, like you said, um, where two or more are gathered in His name, He's here amen. too. And amen. that's another one of His promises that we can say yes and amen to. So um, I I believe it or not, I hate to do this because I want to keep chatting with you, but I actually have three people who called me while we've been on this call. So I do need to wrap up for today, but this has been wonderful. Awesome to reconnect with you. I know there's other songs from your record we can chat about, and we've had multiple discussions uh, about multiple songs from other records as well. So let's not be strangers, and I'll make sure I reach back out um, to continue this conversation. Um, But Please, thank you. I always enjoy it. I yeah. always enjoy chatting with you, Kevin. You too, John. Thank you for blessing me with intentionality. You, you, you as well, and um, thank you for blessing me with some great new music and uh, letting me chew on some theological truths that will um, absolutely continue to grow in me. And I will, you know, pray for the Holy Spirit to inspire me how to bring this message out. And uh, yeah, uh, look forward to our next conversation. Until then, all the best and God bless. You too, Kevin. Thanks so much, my friend. Uh, You too, John. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.